Welcome to Hindsight Hacking. I'm Corey Carter. And I'm Ron Cool. And we've talked to hundreds of entrepreneurs hacking their hindsight to give you better foresight. And now we're bringing you those same great interviews along with other mindset hacks, visibility hacks, traffic hacks, and more to get you all the tools you need to gain more visibility and gain more traffic. And of course, gain more sales. So head over to GetHHM.com forward slash toolbox to get all the free resources to help you get more. And so without further ado, let's get to it. All right, everyone. Welcome back to Hindsight Hacking. Today's special guest, the Profit Answer Man himself, Rocky Lavani, who his when he came to this country as an immigrant, his immigrant, his family had 25 dollars to their names. Now Rocky is a multimillionaire and he is going to share some tips with us today. Rocky, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me here. Excited to join you guys. Rocky, we are super stoked to have you and uh, you know we got to know you a little bit, but why don't you take a moment and let the audience know a little bit more about you. So I'm an immigrant to the United States. Everyone thinks I'm Italian. I'm not. I'm actually from India. <laughs> um, and when my parents came here, there were restrictions back then on how much currency you could leave with and how much you could convert. And so they essentially were starting over for their second time in life. And as a kid, we, I was on the wrong, you know, we we're on the wrong side of the tracks. But very quickly, the community that they hung out with and their friends who had also immigrated at the same time, essentially achieved the American dream. You know, they moved up the economic ladder and what would happen is they would get together and they would talk and they would talk about money. They would talk about jobs. They would talk about how they were spending and how they were saving. And so as kids, we just were stuck in the room listening to these conversations and looking back, it was a gift. And as an adult, I, I'm always looking around going, why aren't more people wealthy? Like that was always my goal as a kid. I want to be a millionaire and this is a plan and go execute on it. And I, I learned that we really aren't taught money. And looking back, I look at it. My school never taught me money. I have an MBA. They never taught me how to be profitable, right? They never taught me the principles that would make me wealthy. And I think that's why a lot of people struggle. On top of that, we're given all the wrong messages as kids, right? You know, money doesn't grow on trees. We can't afford that. Rich people are evil. Well, if you start living your life with those scripts running in your mind, kind of life are you going to lead? And you can see the outcome of that because someone will win the lottery or get an inheritance within two, three years, the money's gone because they haven't changed their programming, their mindsets around money. And I think as business owners, you really have to be careful with, with how you perceive these things. Yes. So, so, so true. And talked about uh, money as a kid is, is kind of that mental note I took. Uh, you your family actually talked about it with you. And I, and I know there was zero discussions in my house growing up, zero. Like I couldn't, I, I would never know what my parents made. I would never know what bills, I would just know like, hey, we have enough to go buy this clothes to start. We have enough to go, go get these things. It was never much, it was enough, right? And and so this is that's been a big shift for me. I'm, I now have a 14 year old that uh, we're getting him his first uh, account that has a debit card to teach to do this stuff and to actually have these conversations and 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 it's foreign to me it's new to me uh, and so like 
for many of us, because I know I'm not alone in this uh, U.S. Uh, you know strategy of of money non money conversations. So what's what's the first step that you recommend to to really get people comfortable to actually have those conversations? To get comfortable. You, I guess you have to face your own money scripts, right? Mm-hmm. I ask people always the question is, is how did you learn up and grow, you know, learn about money when you were growing up? And then people start to analyze their own money scripts. And you can ask a simple question of yourself. Money is and answer it. And you start to see what your underlying beliefs are. Most people don't understand their underlying programming. And the problem is, is naturally we are taught our programming as kids, somewhere between six and seven and about 13, we learn all of these different things about the way of life. They might be right. They might be wrong. But as adults, if we don't go back and check that programming and say, what are my beliefs that I learned at 10 years old, then you're not going to grow and you're going to be making decisions with the mind of a 10 year old and well, you know what kind of life that ends up with. Oh my gosh. So there's a couple of things I want to touch on because I'm second generation in this country. So my, my grandfather came to Greece at 15, $10 in his pocket, opened up a candy store to help bring his family over. And, you know, it's funny because you talked about money scripts and I, I never even thought of it that way, but my wife and I have totally different ideas about my, I mean, money, I, I just don't look at money with a ton of value because I know it's always going to be there or I can always go make it. And, and I figured out, I know as an entrepreneur, there's different ways to trigger ways to make money, but I don't think I, well, I know my wife does not think that way. And she's like, hey, you got to make sure our kids know they cannot rely on someone else to go get their money, that they have to learn how to make it themselves. So I, I wonder, did you think it was a benefit that you were an immigrant or you know, you came from that kind of family and that's why you have a different mindset on it? It was one way to get that mindset, right? Mm-hmm. And so it was a benefit to me to go through the struggles and to see, because it also puts the fire in the belly. One of the biggest problems we have, and I've seen it within, with relatives and other family members, the first generation comes, they take the risks, right? They set the second generation up. So you have the ability at your generation to go be successful. Then they spoil the third generation. And the third generation blows all the freaking money. So like technically my kids are third generation. I knew they were going to grow up rich. Like the first time my kid was on an airplane, they're sitting in first class. How do you put the spark into them to say, hey, dad's got money, but you don't. And you've got to learn to do this on your own. And you have to have a spark to do that. So my kids now are 18 and 20. They have Roth IRAs that, you know, they understand money. They understand how to fund it. You know, my daughter's figured out, you know, how to live in New York City on a budget and how to figure out how to pay for college and how to, like, they did not expect all these things to be handed to them. They actually took the time. They, they had to learn how to do it because they were forced. 
we were very intentional with that because we didn't want spoiled, rotten kids. And I can look around at other parts of our family and we see spoiled, rotten kids. Yeah, so true. It's so hard. You want to provide everything you can for your kids, but doing that doesn't allow them to get that spark. It doesn't allow them to learn. But you're doing something worse. You're telling them that they're not smart enough to stand on their own two feet. You're robbing them of confidence by not allowing them to stand on their own and by providing everything for them. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. Mic drop. I don't, I don't want to have my <laughs> mic in front of me right now on, on that one, but uh, there you go, Rock. All right. Uh, Rocky, I wanted to ask, you know, every one question that we do have that's scripted in our show is, is all about hindsight. And uh, you know, you've, you've been blessed to see what it's like with nothing as a kid. And now you're at a point where you, you have an abundance of pretty much anything you want because of everything that you've done in your life. So hindsight's 2020, what's, what's the, if you could go back in time and give yourself advice, you know, what's the kind of advice that you would give? So there's one reason that I'm looking back at the choices I made. There's one reason I have success today. And that is the first time I got a job, I automated my savings. And so I graduate college, I get a job and I worked for corporate. So I had a 401k. They had a credit union, so I signed up for the credit union. They had a company stock plan, so I signed up for the company stock plan. And then when the money hit my checking account, my dad had handed me a brokerage account um, in my name. And there might have been like under $1,000 in it. There was nothing, you know, it wasn't like there was a ton of money there. And what I did was I set up automated transactions going into the brokerage account buying mutual funds. And I started small, like these things were all tiny, tiny things. So I get my first paycheck. Everything's already taken out of it. So, okay, that's my new reality of what I can live on. And then as soon as it hit my checking account, more money got swiped out. And so I'm like, okay, this is the true reality of what I can live on. And we all know that the difference between what the top line is and what actually ends up in your paycheck and bank account is a very different number. So you can't live like you're making $100,000. The reality is you got to live like you're making $50,000. And if you do that and you automate the savings, no matter what mistakes you make, no matter what life throws at you, compounding will guarantee that that money grows and gives you success. And that's how I did it. I, I, I love that. So I know we were talking a little bit about profits first before we started the show. I definitely want to get into that. I know Corey's, you know, reading the book now and I was going to pick it up, but tell us a little bit about the book. I know you, you kind of were living these principles for X amount of years, but talk to us a little bit more about that. So Mike is a serial entrepreneur. He wrote the book profit first. It actually came out of a chapter in another book that he wrote um, he's got tons of books on business. And if you haven't read any of Mike Michalowicz's books, as a business owner, you should, because he, he breaks everything out to simple systems that we can implement. And he's written these books because he had a seven-figure exit. He had a company that was actually the one that did the forensic investigation for Enron. And yes, they were guilty. He sells the company, walks away with, you know, seven-figure payout, and then he thinks he's a smart businessman and he quickly blows all of that money to the point that, you know, they're coming to repo the, fa the fancy cars and, you know, he's behind on the mortgage and, and it's a disaster. And he said, how did this happen? 
I'm not as smart as I think I am. How do I create systems to ensure success? And he had this aha moment. He goes, everyone is taught that it's sales minus expenses equals profit. So profit's a leftover. He says, no, 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 no. Sales minus profit equals expenses. And so if we take our profit first and then we live on what's left, then we are better at spending because we will spend all the money we have. That's lifestyle inflation. It's business inflation. And there's a whole principle behind that, but I'll get to it. Again, this is what I did, right? I got a paycheck. I, I took out my profit first and I lived off of what was left. And that is the same principle that profit first does. The reason it works is because of something called Parkinson's law. And Parkinson's law works for time. It works for money. If you've ever read the 12 week gear, it's the same principle in the 12 week gear as in profit first. It is basically the fact that whatever time or money I give you, you will use it up. So we've been talking about kids, right? Kids get a project at school. I got three weeks to do it. It takes them three weeks. The reality is they waste you know, 18 or 19 of those days, they get it all done in the last second. You know, you're laughing and smiling. We do the same thing. I come to you, right? What's the number one thing a sales rep says to you when, when you bring them into your business to, to provide a service? What's your budget? Whatever your budget is, that's what they're going to tell you, right? Ah, my budget's 100,000. Okay, we'll spend 100,000. Well, if you say to them, my budget's 10,000, you'll find a way to get it done for 10,000 because business owners are resourceful, right? You said that, I know how to make money. I know how to do this. You're a resourceful, smart person, but what we have to do is constrain you. And the way we constrain you is by showing you a smaller amount of money. Now, accountants love to create all these financial reports and they're all lovely, except they're a rear view mirror. No business owner looks at them. They don't even know what they say. And where is profit on that? you know, profit and loss statement, the bottom. bottom. It's a leftover, right? They tell you you're profitable at tax time. Congratulations, you're profitable. Here's how much you owe in taxes. First question is, where is that money? And your accountant laughs at you. It's not real, it's a paper profit. Why is that? Why aren't we taking profits? Why don't we pay ourselves quarterly dividend checks like Mike talks about in the book? And then you take the money out of your business And either you go build another business or you invest or you get involved in real estate or you do something else to create another revenue stream. Because right now you said to me, Ron, oh, well, I can always go make money. Yeah. And then there's COVID. Yeah. And then there's health. And yeah. And then there's divorce. Yeah. Then there's life. Building wealth and having that runway gives you the freedom to live by your values, not by your bank account. And at the end of the day, this is what it is all about. Live your values, figure out what they are. Like I have a life plan. Like I can sit down and tell you what I want out of life. And when you can do that, well, now I'm driving to a destination and it's so much easier to hit it. Not to say I'm not going to hit road bumps. There's going to be potholes and all kinds of things. But when you have clarity on your money, your life, your business, it's amazing. Uh, speaking, speaking to us here, uh, taking us to church. Thank you so much. So, uh, tell us about your, uh, your show. Tell us about the profit answer, man. Tell us, you know, kind of where's, where's that come in for you and, and, uh, you know, kind of what's, what's your whole role with that? So I do this cause I love it. 
This is, I have fun doing this. I love helping people. The stronger we are as a people with finances, the better we are as a country. I'm not going to get into the politics of all of this, but you don't see people who have wealth screaming for government to solve their problems. They solve them themselves. It makes for a better country. It makes for a stronger population. I want everyone to be wealthy, right? And that's my mission is to help people build wealth. What I do on the podcast is literally teach you everything I know. I don't keep a single thing from you, right? I share everything in profit first. I go through the book and tell you everything in it. I've had Mike on the podcast as well. Mike's actually got a business partner who really runs Profit First. That's Ron Saharian. Ron's been on the show. I bring my competition on. Other Profit First professionals. I'm like, come on and tell your side of the story. And hey, you want to go work with them? Work with them. You want to work with me? Work with me. What I do for people is there's a lot of business owners who say, look, I love this part of the business that I'm working on. When I look at finances, they make me cry. They make me cringe. They give me a headache. I just want someone to do it for me. And in that case, I'll do it for you. And I'll help you with it. Because to me, it's like playing games. It's fun. When I look at a spreadsheet, it tells me a story. And I look at the story, and then I bring you questions to help you better run your business. And so that's what we do on The Profit Answer Man, just sharing knowledge and just educating people and Everything you need to implement is in the book. Everything you need to implement, you can get on my podcast. It's all free. I, I cannot wait to plug into that and, and learn more about it. Uh, I think it's what I love about what you're saying in your life plan. Like Corey and I, we set out to do this not to make money. It, we set out to create an impact. Um, podcasting literally changed our whole life, <laughs> our whole life. Um, you know, we started publishing. We then started getting noticed after we got noticed our agency. We're like, okay, we were doing things in person. We're going to this online space. People know us from hindsight hacking. Let's just make our agency hindsight hacking media instead of what it was. It enabled us both to leave our careers to focus on helping people impact their tribes right? And giving them a voice. And that's, we, we, we kind of cheat. We kind of cheat a little bit because this is why we want to impact a bunch of people, but we can't do that ourselves. So if we help somebody impact their people, we kind of take a tad little bit of credit for them. Just a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> so where can people find you besides on your podcast do you have do you have a website do you have something else you're offering or, or where can they connect with you so the the website is profit comes first and that's where i talk about the business side the the podcast is you just google it profit answer man it'll pop up um i have another podcast which is called richer soul so once you get the money down richer soul is how do you live the life of your dreams? How do you bring harmony to your health, your wealth, your time, your relationships, your spirituality? How do you create the right mindsets? How do you, how do, you do all these types of things, right? School doesn't teach us how to live. I can't remember the last time I used calculus. I think the answer is never, right? I understand an engineer use, needs to use it, but I don't. 
they don't teach us how to do taxes. They don't teach us how to make money. They don't teach us how to be better people. And that's unfortunate. And so that's what we chat about there is, is how to do all those types of things. Oh, Rocky, I know that today you will have another subscriber on your podcast. You will have another avid fan uh, between Ron and I. And the, the timing is just, you know, Ron always talks about there's no coincidences, but the timing was pretty, pretty crazy because it was Monday when I was telling Ron profit or uh, sales minus profit equals expenses and not the other way around. Like that was the first time that I had shared that because uh, I re just read that and I'm like, Ron, we got to do this. Like this is, we're changing it. And so the timing is pretty crazy and, and definitely thank you for, for joining us today and being a great guest. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to join you guys today. All right, everyone. Oh man, uh, if, if you are paying attention to anything, then you need to go back and watch that episode. Listen to that episode a few gold nuggets and uh, you can you can also find Rocky at profitcomesfirst.com because we all need to do better in teaching the next generation but we got to start with ourselves right we got to start with ourselves so oh man I, I like I was loving every second of that episode Ron but uh, what, what do you got for us on some takeaways uh, I, got, I got two takeaways that I'm going to share today one is just a question that I'm not going to answer Okay. But I want people to think about it. So I'm going to ask it and then I'm just going to pause because it's, I want people to think about it. What is your money script? Okay. That is controlling however you think about money and, and it's your ceiling, it's your limits. It's whatever that is. Understand how to flip that. Like, and, and mine's probably unhealthy to the wrong direction. Like I, I get that but I'm, I'm good with that. The second one, there's so much, there's so much. I'm just gonna go with automate your savings, automate your profit, right? And I know, ironically, you brought this up on Monday. Like this was something that you and I were talking about. Profit first, what is the profit? Let's take it out, everything we sell, X amount of profit just goes right into savings. Don't look at it, that's not usable. And made sense to me, first time I heard about it, and, and I know you geeked out a little bit when he came on and we started talking. I was like, wait, we got to have it on the show, right? So, so that, was, uh, that was crazy. Yeah, super crazy. Uh, never, you know, gosh, you talk about coincidences a lot since I've known you. And so, like, this is the first one that hit me, like, right in the face. Like, what? That's not, what the, like, how's that even happen? How is it that for the, I heard about this book. I get the book, I start reading the book, I tell you one simple concept, in a week, less than a week later, we talk to someone that's an expert with everything this book teaches. It's like insane. Uh, but I wanted to, one other point that Rocky mentioned, like that really his mantra is he wants everyone to be wealthy. And I think we can take that a different way, right? And, and why we love this online space, why we love the ClickFunnels community, because people are competitive with themselves, not each other. Like there's enough to go around is the mentality. There is enough to go around. Every single person can be wealthy. Every single person can get the sales that they want to grow their company. Every single one of us, there is enough out there. Yeah. 
but we, it's all the, a matter of, of knowing the destination that you want to go. The other thing I want to talk about is the, the third generation syndrome. I'm just going to name it that now. It's just the third generation syndrome because ironically, I mean, you know, you know, my cousins, right? Mm -hmm. Their kids had that third generation syndrome and literally my cousin told him, he goes, look, you're, you're not rich. I'm like I'm rich. You're not. And it was a hard conversation for them. And they had to like really get their kids to understand it is not yours. <laughs> Your mom and dad is rich. You are not. You live here. Figure it out. And they had to earn everything that they've done after that. Right. Yeah. Because they understood the third generation syndrome. That's so good. So good. But they had to have the conversation. Right. Right. Because that was so happening. many of us. That's where I grew up with a non-existent school didn't teach me and my parents didn't teach me about money. I had to learn the hard way several times over. So talk about it with your kids, have these conversations, let them learn how to think about money. Absolutely. Uh, so many good, good things. Uh, so glad that Rocky was able to join us. And uh, you know, for anybody, I know we didn't do this live all the places, but normally you'll be able to catch all our interviews live in our Facebook group. So head on over facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash now 22. We'd love to have you over there. Yeah, guys. Thanks for being the best part of the Hindsight Hackers community. <laughs>